Hello. Welcome to the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast. Put on your boots, put on your hat, and get ready. We're talking about Texas HB 300. Oh, yeah. This is a fun one. Then this one's near and dear to our hearts. Hello, and welcome to the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast, a podcast that secures your future, simplifies compliance, and reduces your risk. I'm your co host, Rob. And I'm Don. And this week, Don, what are we chatting? HB 300, Texas HB 300. Yeehaw. Does that mean we have our boots on? Yes. Boots and sure? hat. Yes. Do I need a hat? boot and a hat? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know if or, I look good in boots, though. Okay. I'm or just trying. a shirt that says Texas. Ooh, we could. How about Bucky's? <gasps> Come and get it. Come and get it. Bucky's. Come and get uh, it. Get your, don't mess with Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Uh, let's see. You could get a UT shirt or an A&M mm-hmm. shirt for the yes. A&M fans. Uh-huh. Or I guess there's Baylor. Or I guess there's TC. There's a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of uh, universities. That's it. Yes. That's it. But we are specifically going to focus on the Texas House Bill 300 yes. law. Yes. Because it is very unique to our great state. So, Don. Yes. Why don't you tell us what is the Texas House Bill 300. I will do that. Well, this was voted um, into law in 2011 and actually went effective uh, September 1st of 20, two, 20, 2012. <laughs> <laughs> the dates kind of kind of mess you up a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this bill expanded uh, patient privacy protections for covered entities in Texas beyond HIPAA and high tech. So, um, Texas, what they did, they did something different. As you all know, there's lots of privacy laws coming into play um, um, already. And then next year, there's more coming um, to the country. And what Texas did is they kind of redefined a covered entity and basically said, you're handling protected health information you're a covered entity. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it, it, it really, we, we just kind of said everyone you're all in. So that's or really y'all what it did. are y'all are all, you're all y'all are in or y'all are out. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, um, this basically, um, you know, it, like I said, the, the definition of covered entity is, is very broad. Um, it includes l- law firms. Mm-hmm. It includes eye doctors. Mm-hmm you know, regular doctors. Uh, it includes uh, an IT, IT Tom. Let's IT talk about Tom IT Tom from again. From last week, yeah. yeah, IT Tom. It talks about, uh, you know, cloud, cloud Carl. Um, you know, all those are, you yep. know, basically, and, and what it is is if you are handling or have incidental access to PHI or EPHI, you're a covered entity in Texas. Now, mm-hmm. Rob, do you have to live in the state of Texas to adhere to this law? No, 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 you do not. You do not need to live or have your business be resident within the state of Texas. You uh, is basically if you're handling the health information of any Texas resident, you're required by law to uh, adhere to Texas House Bill 300. Right. Right. Yep. Those that's a big thing that people like, well, I'm not there, but well, you are. If you are, then you have to play by the rules. Well, then we get the right. come and get it shirt out. Right. Now, here at Van Ryan, we uh, love to educate our customers, yep. right? We are all about education. So, of course, do we have a course called Texas HP 300? Well, of course we course. We do. Why, yes, we do. We do. Yes, we do. We have and a you course. can go online, vanryancompliance.com. 
forward slash, slash courses. Course. We'll put that down courses, in the show yeah. notes so you and can preview. check it out. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do the preview. Preview our course. Exactly. Um, so, of course, we train on this. If you are um, in the state of Texas or do business in the state of Texas, meaning yep. your business, uh, you must have training for HP 300. Yep. So, you have your HIPAA training, yep. yearly training. Your Texas HB 300 training is also needed as kind of an extension of that HIPAA training. So uh, we can help you with that. Yep. So you are to provide your staff within 90 days of hire, similar to HIPAA. Um, they need to understand your staff needs to understand HB 300. Yeah. And so there's a lot of people say, well, if I just... You know, we're kind of let's kind of walk through the differences, right? Mm-hmm. Of HIPAA and HB three hundred. Okay. Because a lot of people go, well, if I'm HIPAA compliant, I'm HB three hundred compliant. Well, not necessarily, because there are some very unique things within mm-hmm. the HB three hundred regulation. So, like Don had talked about earlier, you know, any basically how how I like to really define it and kind of boil it down is anybody in any industry that handles health information. It could it could be a tow truck driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be it could be you and I. If we overhear any health information, we'd be defined as a covered entity. So what you do is they they made it more blanketed. So HIPAA is a federal level. Mm-hmm. Texas HB three hundred mm-hmm. is specific to the residents of Texas. Uh, the one thing I like they did is they actually put in there a requirement that within ninety days you are required to have training which we talked about training earlier. Mm -hmm. So you need your HB 300 training and then you also need your federal training. Mm -hmm. And the reason I like that is then you have two certificates that your, that your team is actually trained in both, uh, both requirements of laws. Um, The other piece is also making sure that doctors must provide patient records within 15 days. It's a little loose within HIPAA, but I want to make sure within 15 Mm -hmm. days of request um, the provider gives you your health record because mm-hmm. it is your health record. If we go, if we go back before HIPAA, thirty-two years ago ish, um, providers, doctors thought that the record was theirs. Uh, we do. We work with some practices that have been in, you know, in business for over mm-hmm. thirty years, mm-hmm. and they'll have storage rooms of files. Yeah, yeah. And they think it's theirs because that's what they were told because they created it. But no. Yeah. Um, so that's why we have a law that your health information belongs to you. Your public information belongs to you. Your private information belongs to you. So this is why there's those guardrails, mm-hmm. if you call it, and those laws to make sure we we do that. Um, also, you have to make sure you obtain authorization to provide notice of electronic disclosure or any or any of that within uh, within the law. So everything has to be compliant. Everything has to be provided. So, yep. Very, That's the key piece. You like yes, that? Yes, yes, yes. Very. <laughs> and and this is in in Texas. You know, this this was in 2012, and so obviously now we're in 2022. So this is already 10 years old. Um, and we have now next year. There's four other states coming with privacy uh, privacy laws um, for the state level, and also uh, breach notification laws. So you know, Texas was kind of on top of this, and then came you know. CCPA, GDPR, well, GDPR came before that, but um, but all these states now are sort of following suit with this. So um, it's important to understand, and we can help you with that, what states are you serving? What states do your business serve? Mm-hmm. Do you have mm-hmm. multiple locations? We have lots of clients with multiple locations, mm-hmm. don't we? Oh yeah, definitely. Or they do business um, and, in multiple states. And and the one the one the one in Texas, we we uh, have a lot of uh, attorneys um, and a lot of court reporters. 
Um, and mm-hmm. you're, you're in the state of Texas. And so, uh, we have a lot of customers that, that need this. Um, and you know, there may be, uh, we also have customers that, um, aren't located here in Texas that actually sell health plans in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Once again, anyone answering those calls, selling those plans in Texas, handling those Texas residents you've got to have this training, uh, you know, as a certification, uh, because if you're audited, especially if you're working for a healthcare company, mm-hmm. you're audited, the auditor is going to ask you, show me your training, show yeah. me your training logs. Yep. Again, it's very important to understand, and we can help you with that. The state that you're in, the state that you're serving, what requirements are there beyond the federal? So yes, it's very important. Yep, it is. It's not is. um, I'm not as concerned about the audits from a federal state level. Um, The key is, and what we're seeing is people understand their their privacy laws. Right? People understand who who has their information and why they have their information. So you'll be slapped with a civil lawsuit, or you will have an investigation from a private entity before you'll have anyone from a federal or state level. Um, people and consumers are becoming more aware of where companies um, use and harvest their data mm-hmm. and use that um, basically to sell more stuff. So here's, let me give you an example. Mm. Here's an example. Oh boy, here we go. So I read an article. I do read, Don. It's kind of fun. Every once in a while. I read an article that J.D. Powers, basically, J.D. Powers and Associates rank their top, like, 10 most technologically advanced vehicles, right? Mm-hmm. So they ranked them, I think it was, like, a couple of weeks ago they ranked them. And the top one was the Hyundai Genesis. Ooh. I wonder if that's, really the first car, because Genesis? No, it doesn't work that way. The Hyundai Genesis, and then it came down, then there was, I think, Honda was in there, Kia was in there. And I think I think there was BMW or Mercedes was in there, mm. but some of the technology leaders were not in the top ten. You know, like that, like the Rivians or the or the Teslas or even the Polestars, any of those, um, where they have taken a lot of autonomous driving and they've gone farther in safety and stuff. Reason being mm-hmm. is those companies in the latter we just talked about do not sell your information to JD Powers. Mm. How do you think JD Powers gets that all that information? That Hyundai sells them information, yeah. and that therefore Hyundai gets mm-hmm. on top of the list. And there's probably a very small little tick box that you tick that yes, Hyundai can sell my information. Are we talking about when purchase. you go to the dealer and you buy it buy a car and it has that yep. that ten page um, eleven seventeen or longer? Uh, oh yeah, just all that stuff there, and and it's probably way at the bottom there, way at way the bottom. It says we'll sell tick. your information. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason for that. I had a. I had a, I had a uh, customer actually bought a Ford Lightning. It's kind of fun. And um, they continued to want to, A, finance the vehicle. He paid cash for it. And um, B, they wanted to basically have him sign over all his information because they want to market. And you have to be very, you have to take the time and you have to slow down and you have to make sure that you um, auth- properly authorize companies mm-hmm. to market your info. So, and House Bill 300, which we're talking about like that, is basically how to keep your medical records private. Um, you can market medical information. There, it is It is there. Yeah. That's why pharmaceuticals yeah. make so much money and how to market to you when you need Lipitor or you have diabetes and you have another drug. So, Wow, you just went off on a little bit of a... 
A diversion. A little bit of a other other way in the road, a fork in the road. A fork. <laughs> Speaking of forks in Texas, that didn't work. Okay, okay. so <laughs> we're going back. <laughs> wow. Okay, we're 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 gonna Diverging. come we're gonna come back to Texas HB okay, three hundred here. Oh my gosh. So, um, wow. That was yeah. That's uh, that just threw us off schedule. No, I'm kidding. Um, so yes. Yeah, so so to to really to re- recap. Um, you know, if you have any questions about Texas HB three hundred, who is who is um, needs to be compliant. Yep. You can give us a call, definitely, or send us a email at hello at vanrencompliance.com. But mm-hmm. basically, it's if you're based in Texas or doing business in Texas. So, um, and and to note, the biggest the biggest difference between Texas HB 300 and HIPAA compliance is that covered entities are defined differently under Texas HB 300. Yep. Yep. Covered entities are pretty much... Entities? Everyone. Entities? <laughs> just Entities. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeehaw. Um, yeehaw. Yes, here we go. Um, and it is it is basically all, all healthcare organizations, for example. Health plans. Yeah. Everything. Lawyers, schools, universities, accountants, internet service providers. Yeah. I mean, you're you're talking everyone. So Texas, we're we're all inclusive here. We just uh <laughs> everything's bigger in Texas. So let's just Let's just put everyone under Everybody's the, in the pot. let's just put everyone under the the Texas umbrella. But please don't join our grid because our grid is very fragile. So oh, it, it, that would be the other thing. Except for, it's an election year <laughs> this year, so the governor's up for election. So yes, it's been just fine. Hopefully, Imagine the grid that. will be okay. There we um, go. Now it doesn't the 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 exemptions of Texas HB three hundred, um, and and this is this is um, you know this is pretty typical for for laws like this, but. Um, not for profit agencies um, that that pay for healthcare services or drugs for indigent persons. Um, that those are uh, exempt. Uh, workers' compensation insurance uh, exempt. Employee benefit plans, um, and then entities or individuals that provide or administer support or coordinate benefits, uh, mm-hmm. compensation for mm-hmm. you know, victims of crime, and then processing of certain payment transactions by financial and education um, institutions. So there's some stuff that, and that that's covered under the um, the F- uh, Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act. So. Mm-hmm. There's a few exemptions, but again, typically what we run into is is it's pretty straightforward. It's like you're doing business in Texas. You you have you have PHI. Boom. You know, take the training. Um, So again, we can we can help uh, help you out with this, but typically, yeah, you're going to do business here. um, And yeah, do it right. Yep, you're going to have to put on. You're going to have to put your cowboy hat on okay. and your boots on and my boots on strap strap the boots on and you're gonna have to get on the hp 300 wagon or pickup truck there's a lot of pickup trucks let's just say a bus that doesn't oh, work here though nah, it doesn't matter yeah. uh, it's gotta be pickup a wagon truck. or a pickup horse. truck or a wagon a horse oh yeah horse or your cattle or a bull bull yeah bull riders yeah any more bull stories <clears throat> from high school no the bulls have been staying in the pen um <laughs> Our son goes to school. Uh, the high school literally is in the middle of a ranch. It's here in Texas. A lot of ranchers sell off parcels of land. The high school's in the middle. Well, the high school is, you know, there's all this ag exempt stuff. Yeah. And, you know, you, you let the cows out. They can cross over and so on and so forth. Well, bull got out. And so we all got a, a text at, oh, you know, careful kids. You know, the bull got out, so be careful, you know, getting out of your cars, you know, for school. Um, so 
only, only in here. Texas. So <laughs> every morning since then, the last week, the bulls have been inside the pen and they, they, they made sure they check the fence in the mornings and make sure they don't bust through it. But uh, yeah, only in Texas. Only in Texas. Yep. Yep. So anything else we need to, well, oh, here's a big thing. What? Is there penalties? Penalties, yes. Rob, why don't you take us through penalties because, of course. Public shame. If you don't. <laughs> Public shame. Well. Actually. You, well, if you get breached and. You will be they've breached. Had, yeah, then you'll be on the wall of shame. Yeah. But anyway. Um, yeah. There are penalties for not for being noncompliant. There are. So there are there are three steps that you need to do to be HB 300 and, H, and HIPAA 300. 300? HIPAA 300? That's not a thing. No. HIPAA and HB 300. Yes. I did it. See, yes. you talked about the bull. We went down that road. Yeah, then I we know. talked about I the know. JD well, Power. Well, you talked thing. about cars. I don't, I don't know what that even was. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Back on track. So you first need to have an audit, a compliance audit. So we start with the HIPAA compliance mm-hmm. audit. Mm-hmm. We start it from the federal level. You perform mm-hmm. that. And then you get into the very specific pieces of HB 300, and we go through those items. And then you write those policies and procedures, and then you take the training that we've talked about a few times. But to your point, Don, you talked about you talked about the violations. There are three mm-hmm. tiers of of um, cost of penalties of fines. First tier is up to five thousand dollars per violation per year for violations due to negligence. I'm gonna read this right off the law. Okay, so five k. Due to negligence, just not being compliant, up to twenty five thousand a year for knowing or intentional violation. Ooh. So those examples of that would be recording, you know, actually taking the health information, stealing it, um, sending as an email that's unencrypted, sending it to a private email address, using it for um, your own marketing or anything like that, and then up to two hundred and fifty k per violation per year for intentional violation for financial gain. So if you're taking that information and you're marketing that or you're mm-hmm. taking that information and you're trying to cross sell exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, to your other practice, not only is that a stark law issue, an antitrust uh, issue, but also an HB 300 issue. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then those mac- maximum financial penalties are 15 million per year. 1.5. 1.5? Yes. I say 15. Put your glasses on. Oh, there is a dot. <laughs> it should be fifteen million. I think I was thinking the amount of fines so far. Actually, we're farther than that with an HIPAA. Oh yeah, forty-five. Yeah, oh yeah, you're. So we're it's a way. Yeah. So those are the tiers: one, the two, and the three. So the key mm-hmm. is, um, is yeah, let's be compliant. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So let's those do are it. The key pieces. Yep. And we're happy to help uh, help you navigate this. We have customers all over the country in different states um, over the next few years. Uh, or there's going to be multiple states coming out with privacy laws uh, next year. Big one, Virginia. Big one, Connecticut. Yeah, those are big ones coming uh, Utah. Up. Connecticut comes up next year. I always forget the third one. But anyway, uh, and uh, CCPA is actually, uh, California is actually yep. doing some updates. Yep. So um, we're happy to help. Yep. Yep. And the other piece that I just remembered, oh, because you said 1.5 and I said 15 million. Okay. Well, actually, here, 1.5 million for the state, probably up to 15 million in private civil. Mm. There's a lot of attorneys here. Yeah. They do a lot of things. Yeah. But the big key is, you know, with the federal HIPAA regulation, the threshold is 500 individuals or higher. Mm -hmm. You go on the HIPAA wall of shame. Mm -hmm. And I want everybody to go Google the HIPAA wall of shame. And I'll put this down in the show notes. 
It is a web public website that you can mm-hmm. see all the data breaches, the companies and dates, and how many people were impacted. Mm-hmm. We have that in Texas as well, but we took the threshold from 500 to 250. We cut that in half. Yeah. So you hit 250 more folks, boom, you're on the Texas wall of shame. Yep. And the federal, it's going to roll up. And you're going to the media. That's a yep. media. media. That's a media notification. Yep. Then you're going to lose about 40% of your business. Right. And then um, the civil lawsuits pile up, and then you wonder what happened. Yeah. Don't be sloppy with data, folks. Mm-hmm. Don't be sloppy with data. Yep. Absolutely. Well, good. Wow. So. Okay, we got it covered. We got our boots on. Cars, bulls, cowboy hats. It's just a truck. Trucks. That would have gone better with it. That's all right. We <laughs> talked a lot. Wow. We, we got it all covered here. We did. We did. Well, thank you, Don. Well, thanks, Don. <laughs> thank you, Rob. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening and like and subscribe to the Van Ryan Compliance Podcast, the podcast where you secure the future of your business. And this week, we are focused on HP 300. All the notes, all the notes are in the show notes. All the show, the show notes will have all the information about the courses that you can preview for your team. Obviously, you can contact us here at Van Ryan Compliance at hello at VanRyanCompliance.com. We're here to help you. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.